0: Hello and welcome back to the Riley Breakfield Show. I am your host, Riley Breakfield. I hope you're having a wonderful week. It's Friday. The weekend's right on the horizon. The druted, terrible work week that you've had is all about to be over. All your worries out the door. It's the weekend. Happy Friday. Let's win some let's win some games this weekend. Let's win some bets. How about? That's that's the energy we need. Positive vibes only. Pretty big slate, both NFL and college games this weekend. NBA is getting in full swing. We got playoff baseball. Padres and Phillies got tied up 1-1 last night. Padres were slapping the shit out of the ball. They just, that's that's the Padres team that I knew that there was going to be throughout these playoffs. Uh, The Padres are my pick to win the fucking World Series. And the crazy thing is, is they could win one this year and then get Fernando Tatis back, and then they could win like three more in a row. Because that's just how that's how good that team could be. Uh, got a huge, huge UFC card this weekend. UFC 280. Oliveira versus Makachava, I believe is how you say his last name for the light lightweight belt. Whew. And Alderman Sterling and TJ Dillashaw for the bantamweight title. And then my favorite one to watch because is hands out going to be Peter Young versus Sean O'Malley. Love Sugar Sean. We're from the same state, so you gotta you know, gotta rep him. Rooting for him. Currently watching the but just all around. All around. Oh, exciting weekend, lots of sports going on. It's gonna be Twitter's just gonna be clips of everything. It's just gonna it's gonna be a blast. It's it's a it's a little boy like me's dream growing up. You know, it's just it's it's one of those days where damn near everything's going on. But right now, currently watching as you're listening to this, I am currently watching and recording, watching the Saints-Cardinals game here, and Andy Dalton is straight dumpster fire. Two back-to-back pick-sixes. That just, it's like getting hit in the nuts, basically. It's like the one boom, you know, one-two punch right there. Not looking good for the Saints, but Kyler Murray looks like he has finally had enough of Cliff Kingsbury's weak-ass play calling and stupid shit that he wants to do all the time because everyone's starting to realize, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's college or NFL. Cliff Kingsbury is just not that good of a head coach. The guy is awesome at offense. He's always been pretty, very well at that. I think his best role is just to be an offensive coordinator. I do not think he has what it takes to be a coach. It's just been proven time and time again. Cardinals are probably going to win this game, even though I just jinxed it until you're like, holy fuck, the Saints actually won. Shout out me. So I'll have to clip that if that happens. But Absolute horrible showing. I mean, hey, we got... We're like almost to the over in this game, so that's pretty nice. That doesn't happen very often this year. Rolling back to uh, the Tennessee-Alabama game, um, one of Alabama's wide receivers, Jermaine Burton, was uh, caught on video punching a woman in the head. Um, so he got charged with assault, I believe. So Alabama is just down bad. And then Saban had a clip today saying that the defense, when they are against Tennessee last weekend, when Tennessee landed up in I-formation, the defense didn't know what to do. That's not Nick saban brand of football. That's not alabama brand of football. So Alabama is down fucking bad this year, and they're probably going to lose to Mississippi State this weekend. I just see it. That's just going to happen. Who knows? Elijah Moore is frustrated with his role with the Jets and wants to get traded. The Jets said they won't trade him. He tweeted out today something. Prayers to my teammates or? Something about his teammates, but then shortly thereafter this news broke and sounds like he wants to get out get out of New York. He only had one catch last week I saw, so he's like he's frustrated with his role. He wants more. And if you look at what he did at Old Miss, I think the guy is definitely capable of being a huge asset, a huge weapon for your team. I mean, fucking what he, he was unreal in college. He was part of the reason he was the main reason on offense that Matt Corral looked better than he was probably the whole reason that offense propelled in the right direction. So it is kind of fucked that he's not getting a bigger role. I, I definitely think they should get him more involved. I think it can be very beneficial for them as an offense and for Zach Wilson as a quarterback, a young quarterback. He's a guy like that in space. create, make him, Let him create. That's, that's all you fucking need right there. By far my favorite uh, piece of news article that I saw today, um, Bloomberg is reporting that um, by next year there should be Weed being sold in gas stations, which is a huge benefit for the world. That's just you know perfect. There's nothing more that I want. to fucking go get myself a Red Bull, a can of Zins, you know, a bag of chips, some weed, and then a fucking something like just some chicken strips or like a fried a fried roll, or no, what the fuck, a fucking egg roll, corn dog, whatever. A little joint to go with it, smoke it all, sit in the parking lot, and people watch. And just that's that's what America is about. That's what America is built for. That's what that's what makes us great. We need that right there. It's gonna you know, all the conflict that goes on in this country, what that'll all out the door right there. we being sold in gas stations, everyone's life is better except for the Karen's. That's that's just how it's gonna be. So hopefully that's a good a good step forward in the future for federalized legalization of marijuana. rather brightfield for Senate, twenty forty eight. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know, okay. Moving into my one love, one hate segment. Today, I'm loving, I'm loving on water, dude. There is nothing like water when you're fucking dehydrated. You know, you just drank a shit ton. You just drank a shit ton. Yeah, that works. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You just ate a big meal that had a bunch of salt in it, and you're just absolutely fucking parched. A tall glass of water. You wake up in the middle of the night, a tall glass of water. You've been working hard all day, tall glass of water. You just fucking took a bong rip, tall glass of water. There's just never, there's never a bad time for water after sex. Water, <laughs> perfect, just chugging it that nice cold after you just got done laying it down like you're fucking Brian Erlacher when the running back just hit the hole, you know? I love water. Water is probably my favorite drink in the real world. I, I can drink water all day over fucking anything soda, pop, the only thing that might compare is Red Bull, I love a good Red Bull, sugar free, you know, with the diabetes, I'd be careful, but it's, I love the flavor, so, what I'm hating on this week is, is a little, uh, you could say political, I guess, in a sense, but, I talked about it on Tuesday's show, Kanye West went on that, that big tie rant about all sorts of shit, talking about George Floyd, and some people said some anti Semitic things. I didn't look too much into it because it's, I, I didn't find, I didn't see a good reason to. I guess it didn't pique my interest that much. But I saw that the clip got taken down off of YouTube and stuff like that. You know, th- this is just a continuing trend, it seems like, in our country where I get that sometimes people say some fucked up shit, but I feel like it, in order to be the best country in the world, everything that someone says should just be put online. Just leave it up online because why not? If it's a mistake, it'll be proven. We learn from our mistakes. But if it's facts, everyone should be able to see those facts and see the truth. There's fucking twisted shit all around us throughout the world and all this fucking, the fake media and the fucking media sucks and all that shit. So why not just put it all out there? Leave it all out there. Let everyone just have their own interpretation of how the world is and what side they need to be on, not what the side is forced because somebody's paying for it or somebody has control to take stuff off the internet. At the end of the day, what I'm hating on is the fact that these big tech companies or app companies or whatever the fuck they're called, just feel like they can just take shit down just because they don't agree with it or it might spark some fire. Like, no, leave it up. That, that's good in my opinion. But that's just what I hate. I think yeah. it would be a benefit, just like I was talking about the weed. I am I should just be a senator. I know I should. I would be fantastic at that job. It's. I just – I know it. Now I'm moving on to my top ten favorite college games this week and where I'm putting – my precious money. First game that I want to talk about is Kansas versus Baylor. Kansas just lost two in a row. Baylor, I haven't been paying too much attention. I don't know what their streak of games is, but they're 3-3. Three and three. It's just a must-win for both these teams right now if they want to keep their hopes alive to make the Big 12 title or to have a have a top-tier season like they want to, especially Baylor. But then it also comes back to this game, in my opinion. A little bit with Nebraska here, you know, once they fired Scott Frost, it was Lance Leipold, Dave Aranda, Matt Campbell, and right now all three. I mean, Lance Leipold is doing awesome, but he's lost two in a row, had a hot start, they won one big game, now they're kind of slipping down a little bit. Baylor's, I mean, they're very good. They've lost some close ones. They lost that overtime game to BYU. So they're there. They're still good, but they're not as good as everyone thought they were going to be. Matt Campbell at Iowa State, it's just they were hot there for a minute. Now they've lost three in a row. So These guys that were in that running for that job, I wonder if Nebraska might get a little hesitant on them now. I mean, there's still a lot of ball to be left. There's still six or eight games or something like that. Still a lot can happen. But I, I do love this Kansas-Baylor game. I think it's going to be a really good one, and I have going finished me a lot of points up. Kansas and the over just feels right to me. I'm going over 57.5 here. I think it hits with ease. Probably going to put it in the cleavage report because it's that fucking beneficial to my well-being. <clears throat> Next up, Boise State Air Force. I, I don't talk a whole lot about these lower group of five games, but this one I think whoever comes out as the winner is more likely going to win the Mountain West Conference Championship this year. Air Force is, I mean, they've always been known to run the ball, but they're, tearing it up this year Boise State they looked bad but they're kind of picking it back up I know Hank bachmeyer I think he's out now but that might have been the difference there but I think Air Force I love their rushing attack here I'm going Air Force minus two and a half easy bet I think they win the Mountain West Conference but if they lose I mean they could but yeah Air Force is the pick I'm just going to shut up there next game bottom feeder game just a nasty one just the fucking bottom of the barrel Those big, fat prostitutes working at the trucker station. This is how nasty this game is. Vanderbilt versus Missouri. Both teams really need this win. Absolutely got to have it. Just like they're that down bad, they'd pick up that fat prostitute at the corner at the truck station. Both these teams, this is their best chance to win a game in the SEC this year. Unless they pull another, unless Mizzou pulls a miracle, or Vandy pulls a miracle, Mizzou, I feel like they had their one chance and they blew it. I mean, they might get lucky and beat somebody, but this is their one real chance, and it's it's for breaking rights. About who's not the worst in the SEC East, and I don't know who to pick, so I'm just going with the over. What is it, 49 and a half? I feel like there's gonna be points. I'm just, I liked it. I saw it. I liked the points. It's all I had to say. Next game, I'll give it. Next game, I give a shit about Minnesota, Penn State, whiteout game for Penn State. Gonna be a fucking Wild environment there always is. But Minnesota needs this win if they want to stay alive in the Big Ten West. They lose this game, their odds of playing for the conference championship are damn near out the door. That's how important this game is. But it's a Penn State wideout game, but then it's like we saw that Penn State wasn't as good as we thought they were. We saw that right out the gate. So it makes you wonder now, are they going to start to slip up more? So in that case, Minnesota money line it is. I think Tanner Morgan, Mo Ibrahim. They're gonna turn it. They're gonna turn their season around right now. They're gonna go on absolute tear, dude. I've I loved the Golden Gophers this year. I just, I just love them. Everything about them. By far, probably one of the most important games of the weekend. You know, we got a, quite a few top twenty-five matchups again this weekend. But by far, my favorite one has to be Syracuse versus Clemson. I was Talking about it on Tuesday's show. I would love to see Syracuse make the playoff. I know it's a real, real long shot right now. But this is the game. This this is the game that they win. They're gonna skyrocket in the rankings. They're gonna move up to top eight at the minimum. They beat Clemson if they beat him convincingly. I'd be like, holy shit, this is a top five team probably. But if they win close, they're still gonna go up there. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for Syracuse to go in there and beat the shit out of them. I don't think they will, but I'm still putting my fucking nuts on it. Syracuse money line. It's gonna be in the pray for chaos parlay as well. So write that in your little notebook if you're keeping track. And by far my favorite game of the weekend, hands down, Ole Miss here in Baton Rouge coming to play the Tigers in Death Valley. I'm gonna be there, bought my tickets. So if you're listening right now Friday, two thirty when that game's on, get on C V C Me on TV. I'm gonna probably show my tits or something like that. But this is a game where Ole Miss gets exposed. They've played a week week schedule so far. Got lucky against Auburn, you could say, last week. And LSU, like, we looked so good last week against Florida. The offense was finally humming like I knew it could. And the line literally moved all week. But I'm just about to LSU minus two and a half, dude. I'd do LSU minus seven and a half. I'm not going to do that, but maybe I should. Let's just, you know, I'll look at the odds. I might do that. I'm going to fuck around and do that. But I love the Tigers here. I think we get on the right track. We're going to win this game. Then we're going to beat Bama. Then we're going to beat Arkansas. Then we're going to beat Texas a Then we're going to be in the SEC Championship. And then we're going to beat the shit out of Georgia. And that's just going to be that. We're going to get in the playoffs and probably win that thing. So just my delusion. Let me deal with it. Next game, top ten matchup, UCLA, Oregon. Chip Kelly going back to Eugene. He's already been there. It's not that big of a deal. But this time he actually has a really good team under his belt. Oregon cannot afford to lose this game. They really can't. They're all starts hopes of making the playoff for out the door. Two lost teams this year I don't aren't going to have a chance. One loss, there's going to be room for that conversation. Oregon can't lose. They're playing really good. They're looking really good. Bo Nix is really fitting into the team. They're working in the right direction. But Chip Kelly, man, he's just been grinding. They had a good year last year, and they kind of fell apart. But they started out slow this year. Now they're kind of moving, moving, moving. UCLA money line's the pick. They're the underdogs here, and I just I love it. I love the I love Chip Kelly to go into Eugene and pretty much end Oregon season. So next game, biggest one in the Big Twelve by far. Texas versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State just lost TCU last weekend. Both teams really, really need this win. Oklahoma State, I mean, if they lose, they're not making the playoff for one. They're probably not making the conference championship. I feel like a two-loss, a two-loss team will probably make the conference championship. But I mean, once you get those two losses, trying and find out the season and not get three or four. That's tough. Texas. I mean, there's there's a case that if Texas goes on tear and finish out the season really well and things fall in the right place where they could slip in, in the playoff as a 10 and two team because of their close loss to Bama and their quarterback was hurt, but they've looked dominant since then. There's there's a small case there for that. But this game is just so important. I think that Texas is going to win, but I also think Oklahoma State is going to win. I couldn't pick it, so I just went over 60.5. I didn't think there's going to be a ton of points here. That's, that's all I can say. I just love saying points. Points, 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 man. Possibly the biggest game in the SEC this weekend probably is Mississippi State, Alabama. Mississippi State lost to Kentucky last week. Alabama lost to Tennessee last week. Both teams are fresh off lost loss. Mississippi State sadly just lost a teammate yesterday or today. I can't – yesterday, I believe he has – I didn't write the kid's name down, but sad deal. It was kind of mysterious how they found him, so probably an investigation there, but sad deal. But I hope that uh, inspires the Bulldogs to come out firing, you know, play for their play for their friend and their teammate and their brother. So, in that case, I'm thinking Mississippi State plus 21.5. I don't think they'll win, but I think they're going to keep it close, and it sadly is going to end their chances of making the SEC championship this year. But I could see a scenario where Mike Leach pulls some voodoo shit out of his bag and goes in there and upsets Bama, which that would spark chaos for Bama fans. They'd probably, a lot of suicides would be had in Tuscaloosa and Alabama as a whole that night. But Mississippi State plus 21.5, I like it that's the pick right there. I lied when I said the Texas Oklahoma State game is the biggest game in the Big 12 because it's Kansas State TCU. TCU hasn't lost. Kansas State hasn't lost in conference. They do have one loss. The game here, Kansas State upsets them. You know, Kansas State's looking to be in the top 10 possibly and they're looking to play for the Big 12 championship. TCU wins here. They're probably going to be getting the higher up in the rankings. It's a, you know, if somebody else falls or something crazy happens. There's a, there's a big case there for TCU. This is a game they have to have. They want their playoff hopes to stay alive. I think if they want to get in, they have to stay undefeated. I don't I don't see how they don't get in if with one loss if it's if there's a big bunch there. But both teams really need this game. But I'm going TCU minus three and a half. And this might be a preview of the Big Twelve Championship, possibly, as well. Because both teams are that good. <clears throat> now to close out the show here. My top five favorite NFL games of the week. First up is Bengals, Falcons. Falcons going up there to Cincinnati. The main reason I'm giving, giving a shout out at this game is because, I don't know if you've heard, but the Falcons are 6 0 against the spread this year. They haven't wavered wrong. That 6.5. I'm taking the Falcons plus 6.5. I don't think they're going to win. They're going to keep it within 3 or 4, though. Bengals will win. No doubt in my mind, but just had to shout that out. If you didn't know that information, I had to pass it on. That's just the rules of gambling Falcons plus 6.5. They're 6-0 against the spread this year. Could be one of the best teams of all time. Lions, Cowboys, Dak is back officially. It was reported today. He'll be back. It's going to be exciting to see. I mean, if he comes out and the offense is flat, ooh, it's going to be a tough day for Cowboy fans. A tough day. Everyone's going to call him Cooper Rush's head. Lions, they're fresh off a bye week. You know, they've been very good, and then they haven't won. But I think this is the game where the offense keeps rolling. And uh, they go beat the Cowboys in Jerry's world. And Dak looks horrible once again. Lions money line is the pick. Giants, Jaguars. This is a real test to see if the Giants are a legit contender this year. Because every team that's ever contender, you know, you win that big game. And then it's about, okay, you have a team that's inferior to you and that you should beat. That's right now for the Giants. If they go and they beat the shit out of the Jags like they should if they're a good team, then it's confirmed that they're going to be competing for the Super Bowl possibly, or at least the playoffs because it's showing that they are actually a very good team. But I, what I don't understand is how the Jaguars are actually favored in this game because I think the Giants are going to win, so I'm taking Giants' money line there. Giants have to prove it. Right there. That's your game. Go beat the shit out of the shittier an inferior opponent. Go do that. Right there. Listen up. Texans, Raiders, loser leaves town game. Texans are one three and one. Raiders one and four. You don't come back from that. I mean, the Raiders. I don't think have a chance at the playoffs right now. I mean, shit, they could. Who knows? But I'm looking at them right now. If they lose one more game, they're done. Texans lose one more game. Their their chances of turnaround their season are pretty much done. But I really don't know who's gonna win. The Raiders are like kind of falling apart, in my opinion. So I'm just gonna go with the over 45 and a half. I just feel like that's gonna hit. I just, I don't really don't have a lot of faith in the Raiders, and I had a lot of faith going into this season about them. Now, probably the game that I'm probably most excited about this weekend, honestly, is the Chiefs 49ers. I'm starting to get a little bit more into the NFL now. Those first couple of weeks, I'm always like, "Oh, this sucks, it sucks." But now I'm like getting more and more excited, just as I'm talking about it right now. But this Chiefs 49ers game is gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. I feel like. Chiefs, obviously, well-known, amazing defense, or offense, excuse me, their defense is good too, I'll shout out with their defense, but their offense, obviously, the best in the league, amazing, all this shit. 49ers have one of the best defenses in the league. They've been very good this year, their offense just has not helped them win games. This is one where the 49ers need to win, or their hopes for the playoffs are going to kind of start go out the door too. I feel like the 49ers are going to win. I don't know why, I feel like a little bit of the wheels are going to unravel in Kansas City, D'Amico Ryans is a very good defensive coordinator, and it's showing this year they're going to step up. 49ers are going to beat them. Just say it right there. 49ers are going to beat them. I just, Chiefs are going to go on a little bit of a downhill turn here. I just have a in my heart. It's just a hope and a dream. It's probably not going to happen. But that's today's show. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, send to everyone in your family. Send this to a 49ers fan to tell them that I'm rocking with them, whatever their thing is. But for now, your boy Titties is out. I love you. Have a great weekend. Love you. Bye. Your boy Titties is out.